Welcome everyone to that special moment podcast where the process of life-changing decisions are discussed. I am Armand and today I have the pleasure to have on board Daniel Garayarango, a man with artistic flair unlike any other. And don't take my word for it and have a look to his Instagram handle Garayarango. He will explain to you in a minute why he decided to become a black and white photographer with an architectural flair. Without further ado, let's meet him. Daniel, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. It's, it's a real pleasure for me. The pleasure is mine. Thank you very much for being here. Tell me, Daniel, um, I have introduced you to the show and I would like to know in your own word, who is Daniel Garayarango? Well, um, I'm a Colombian photographer and I'm based in Bogota, Colombia for now. Um, I started uh, studying graphic design. At first, I didn't have much interest in photography, mm -hmm. I, I must admit. Um, but, you know, with the uh, pass of time and I saw a lot of uh, photography classes and I got a lot of interest of, uh, for it. So, um, yeah, I fell in love with it. So... Um, I love to walk around in the streets, you know, uh, take my time and um, being on my own, uh, doing my craft. So that's why I fell in love with street and architectural photography, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I think I'm, I'm a photographer, uh, but also like um, my background in graphic design has helped, has helped me, you know, to improve my um, composition skills and post-production skills and that's something I I'm regard, regarded for so yeah it's very funny because you said you uh, didn't have much of an interest uh, about photography and uh, just um, uh, to uh, to talk about uh, your your course in uh, in Domestica I've been following your course and I find that for someone which doesn't have much of interest in photography. You have quite a bit of talent, I can tell you. Um, <laughs> by the way, very nice, very nice course and very well uh, crafted. And um, I can uh, recommend the course to uh, to uh, everyone who wants to improve their uh, their um, uh, how you say that uh, um, post production abilities. All right. Yes. So let's. Um, uh, continue on this topic of a uh, photographer and uh, specifically uh, architecture. I'd like you to uh, uh, talk me through your personal development journey and uh, specifically how you thought that becoming uh, an architectural and st street photographer was made for you or was it the other way around? Um, well, as, as I was telling you, um, at first I didn't have much interest uh, on it. Um, I actually wanted to do some uh, typographic design or uh, uh, something like that. Um, but but it was like the, that experience of the image, you know, the the immediacy of the field photography, you know, mm -hmm. looking uh, at the at a piece of paper and then image, you know, appearing almost magically on it. So. Uh, I, I fell in love with it. Um, so the 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 thing about architectural photography is that you have uh, like an endless um, 
an endless amount of uh, subjects, you know, and I live in a big city here in Bogota. We have like almost 10 million people and a lot of awesome buildings. So, so I had a lot of material to, to discover. Um, and you have a lot of uh, harsh lines and lights and textures, uh, a lot of shadows and light. And that's something that, um, you know, I, I, Yeah, it 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 took it it took a, a lot of uh, work, you know, to to be able to express myself uh, with that subject matter. But but I wouldn't change it for anything, you know. I think um, I I had that advantage of being in a big city, and uh, you know, until now, it it was something that drove me. Uh, a lot um but yeah i'm i'm a little bit in a in a moment of change in my career and we'll talk about it later if you if you want to um but yeah um i i i think architectural photography is uh it, it's it's a practice that uh, not only uh it's about photography but um engineering and architecture you know a lot of uh, people that are taking my online course are uh, architecture students and uh, real estate agents so so it's a it's a field that a lot of people can fall, fall in love without being a photographer i guess listening to you um You said you, you you spent a lot of time uh, looking in the buildings around uh, Bogota. Was it because yeah. uh, you were a street wanderer that you say, oh, I like the, the buildings, why not uh, take picture of them? Yeah. Or, or you took picture of buildings because you had uh, in mind that uh, you wanted to, uh, to work on the buildings and to create uh, art with the building. No, at first it, it was because I had uh, the possibility, you know, they were there and I was walking around uh, looking for subjects and I happened to photograph a lot, a lot of them uh, at first, you know, it, it, it was because they were there. Um, later on, I, one thing I, I didn't like to photograph a lot of people, actually. Um, I don't do a lot of portraits or something like that. Um, so... Photographing buildings is like a way of staying with myself, I guess, like, mm -hmm. like a, kind of a love letter to the city, I guess. Yes. So, so yeah, uh, at first it was like an exploration, you know, of the city, um, what subject matters I liked and I disliked. Mm -hmm. And I stayed with them um, until now. Is it? It's funny because you said you didn't do any any uh, any any portrait. So um, I have a quick curious question: uh, Is it because uh, when you photograph buildings, they don't make any criticism or how they appear on on the picture? That's why you you, you went to the um, architectural route, or is it really because you 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 were more inclined to? Uh, to showcase the beautiful buildings of Bogota? Um, yeah, 
it's a, a little bit of of all of both things. Um, first, when you work with people, you have to be aware of their time and, um, yeah, make sure they're okay with it and and that they like the the job you're doing. Uh, and yeah, the the buildings have that advantage that they don't tell you much. Uh, <laughs> but it has uh, it, it has a lot of uh, other challenges, you know, uh, here in Bogota. It doesn't happen a lot uh, anywhere else I've been, but here in Bogota, they tell you a lot not to photograph some buildings. You know, uh, uh, a security guard will come out and tell you, please don't uh, delete those photos, because uh, here we have had a lot of uh, security issues, you know, along the years, so... That's a challenge. So you have to be a lot of, uh, you have to be so stealth and, you know, uh, keep your camera in your, in your, uh, in your bag as much as you can, you know, just when you're sure to make a photograph, you take it out and you do it as fast as possible. So that's a challenge. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, I, I was, I was trying to, to show, uh, like a pretty uh, f uh, face of, of the city, um, which many people in the world doesn't, doesn't know because uh, Colombia in general is associated with a lot of other things. So it's, it's great to, to be able to show a nice, nice face of mm -hmm. the city. So you mean that uh, in the um, uh, collective unconscious, um, Colombia has been uh, tightly um, associated with the, the wrong side of things, right? Yeah. And you want to showcase that in Colombia, it's not what people think it is. Yes, yes. Right? It, it, it's part of it, you know? No, not, not, not everything on my work surrounds that, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a nice product of, of my work, yes. Tell me, when you started making photography, so you, as you mentioned earlier, you're starting to work on your photography and um, spent a generous amount of hours uh, perfecting your craft. When did you decide that uh, your work was good enough to be showcased in the world? I think I am not so sure it's good enough yet, you know. <laughs> um, I think with the uh, possibilities that uh, social media bring brings to people, to everyone right now, you are able to show your work and get feedback and uh, you have to approach it with a lot of, um, I, I don't know, like maturity, you, let, you know, like um, you, you have to know you're going to get good feedback or bad feedback and that's part of, of the craft. So I... I started uh, showing my photography to the world as soon as, as I had my first camera, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, the, that feedback is, is so important and uh, now much more than ever, you, you have a lot of tools uh, on hand. So, so, yeah, I try to, you know, show my work as, as soon as, as I have accomplished it. Um, 
Well, that that's talking about you know random photography, like street photography or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am uh, a lot more careful with my serious work, like uh, all the series I I have on my website and mm-hmm. and everything. I I finish it and I get some feedback for from uh, people, creative people that that is around me, and then I I take it to the world. So. So yeah, but but I I really like to to show my work in in social media and and everything you know uh, being able to see the reaction of the people. Um, so it, and, and that's part of 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 why I agreed to make an online course is because I I want to be able to uh, inspire people somehow. You said that. Uh... Uh, your work is not uh, good enough. Uh, I, and I will tell you, I don't believe you. Huh? While preparing <laughs> this interview, I've reviewed the many photography awards that you have uh, harvested uh, in, the past, uh, in the past years. So um, there is two things. Either the judges of those uh, awards doesn't know what they are talking about, which I highly doubt, or you are being very, very humble about uh, the quality of your work? Um, I'll tell you a story. Um, last year in, in Medellin, uh, which is uh, like the second or third uh, biggest city in Colombia, uh, there was this the first Latin, Latin American exhibition of the Sunny World Photography Awards. Mm-hmm. I was invited and I was uh, showing two of my series, Gravity 2 and Havana Stands. And I was able to uh, meet a lot of important people, you know, in the media, in the medium. Um, and w- uh, one person in specific was Scott Gray, which is the founder of the World Photography Organization. And I was able to talk to him a lot of photography in general and what he uh, thought about my work and everything. And yeah, for sure, uh, I've been able to accomplish some quality in my work. Uh, you know, like I'm really proud of it. But talking uh, to him, he was telling me a lot of things that that I needed to to hear at the time, which mm-hmm. is like sometimes you 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 get to some level in in a craft, and you you think you're like at the top, you know. Like um, I have a lot of, uh, of tools in post-production. I, I know how to do a lot of crazy things in you know, mm-hmm. the computer. And he was telling me that he wanted to see a lot more of my voice than my post-production in, in, in the photography. And that's mm-hmm. something that stood with me a lot. And I'm trying to apply it a little bit in, in my current work and my, and for sure I'll do it in my future work. And it's like, when when you have those tools, you you can be immersed in in what you can do on, on post production and uh, you know like the the artificial world. But you have to be sure that you have a, a vision in the world from the world that's unique and that's uh, something worth showing the world. So so yeah, I think I'm half. On my way. It's very funny because uh, listening to you, uh, it looks like uh, um, 
you participated to these uh, photography awards because people pick you up and it's kind of uh, of no no i don't want you to be doing this kind of stuff is because the people force me to do it what do you yeah, think I, about I it? no not at all no um what well, everything if if i got your question right which i am not sure um i've been able to i've been lucky lucky enough to make the work that makes me happy mm-hmm. so i've been very happy which with uh, with, with with what i've done until now so yeah no complaints there but but yeah i'm sure i have a lot of things to learn and and i'm sure i'll be able to be more proud of my future work and that's mm-hmm. something i look forward to you know well uh, my focus on the, on the question was more of a uh, uh, if you weren't uh, picked up to participate on those photography awards, will okay. you, by your own decision, will have applied to a, to a photography award? Oh no, yeah, I, I participate in a lot of awards, you know, um, because I know, I know, I I know about the quality of my work, and there's a lot of uh, different competitions around the world. And there's a competition for everything. So I've been able to win some important awards, I guess. Um, but no, yeah, uh, sure. I, I have participated in a lot of, of contests um, because it's, it's important also to, to measure how, uh, I guess, good you are uh, versus the you know, the other guys doing some awesome work around the world. Is it because uh, you have um, applied to those uh, photography awards and also, which is important, I believe, you have been awarded many, many prestigious prizes that you've decided uh, to leave uh, from your craft or you had before? Uh, participating in those uh, photography awards in your mind, um, the fa- the fact that you wanted to be uh, to work from uh, from your craft and uh, uh, being a solopreneur. Um, I don't know. Um, shoot. Um, could you? Could you? Please repeat the question. Of course. You, uh, did you decide to to leave from your, uh, from being a photographer because of the awards that you received from the the photography or you said while you were um, uh, improving your photography skills, improving your post-production skills, had in mind already the fact that you wanted to leave from uh, this specific area um let me tell you i have yet to discover what i'm gonna live uh from you know <laughs> like um uh, when i when i first picked up photography i didn't think about how i was gonna you know make myself a living mm-hmm. and that's not that hasn't been a priority for me. Uh, I've been lucky enough to have a family that supported me a lot. Um, and now everything that 
that I accomplish is like as a product of my passion for photography. Mm -hmm. So, so all those awards and and prints I sell the the the, the online course and everything like it, it's like a like a natural de development of of my. Uh, love for photography. Um, I at first worked a lot of, uh, in in events and uh, a couple concerts now and then, and uh, you know for some clients. Um, but I didn't like that because I, I didn't like the restraints that I had. You know, I had to um, you know accomplish an, another people's agenda. So. Oh. I understand that I perfectly. Turned, yeah, I turned away from that. So, but but everything I've accomplished is is yeah, as I tell you, it's a product of how much I love doing what I do. Mm -hmm. Did it surprise you to to have won so many awards? Yes, of course. It it's it's some it's always something that uh, you know you participate and you. When you when you go into a concert into a contest, I, sorry, um, you you expect to at least you know accomplishing something like an honorable mention or something like that. Um, but winning it is always a little bit surprising because you are able to see the work of everyone else, and when when you see your own work a lot. You don't mm -hmm. love it so much. That's why uh, it happens to me. That's why I always try to do something different, always. Mm -hmm. um, so you are not so in love with your work. So when you win an award or get highlighted or something like that, you actually realize how people respond to your work. And that's surprising always. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Um, did you apply to um, to those awards, as you say before, uh, to measure yourself, to measure the quality of your work, for yeah. um, with other established uh, photographers, or you you applied the first time you applied to to those awards like saying, okay, now I believe my work is worth showing to the world and to be, um, to have a confirmation of that, I will apply to photography awards and let's see uh, how it goes from there. Yeah, let me tell you, I'm a really organized person and I have a lot of folders in my um, hard drives uh, and, I, and I keep a, a folder of all the contests and all the images I mm -hmm. applied with to those contests. And let yeah. me tell you the first ones, I hate them. You know, I, <laughs> I cannot believe I applied to a contest with those images, <laughs> but, but you know, um, yeah, I know I've always liked to, you know, to try to see, if I'm going in the right direction, you know, when I first started to get honorable, honorable mentions or something like that, it showed me that I was in the right path. So mm -hmm. yeah, no, I've always done it, you know, as much as I can. Uh, aside the, the, the photo, photography awards, um, how did you make yourself visible to the world? Um, 
I I sell photographic prints. I have uh, the representation of a gallery in Australia, so I sell my prints through them and mm-hmm. through my uh, website as well. Yeah. Um, I've worked in uh, with the city of Bogota covering uh, some events, some important concerts, most. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I think, I think those, uh, the social media is, is the most important thing for me uh, as, as my career ha- had mm-hmm. um, went, on, went off. Uh, because um, I, I don't know if you know Behance. Yes. Yeah, well, I didn't know it. Um, so an important person for me told me to to put uh, a series in Behance, uh, my first Gravity series. Um, and I did. I had a, at first like 11 followers and three likes. I, I didn't <laughs> I d- didn't really pay much attention to to that uh, social uh, channel. But, That's medium, yeah. Uh, yeah, but they um, highlight some works that they think are worth highlighting. And I got lucky enough, I, hi- I got highlighted in Gravity One, and that, that, you know, made my career, like, take off. Uh, that's when I got uh, contacted by the, uh, the gallery in Australia, and I had a couple of my first, you know, uh, little exhibitions now and then, and people wrote me to... Uh, buy me some prints and that's when it all started uh, some magazines also I I even have a, a printed version of uh, an Indian magazine with my work which is awesome mm-hmm. so yeah social media has been really important in my in my work mm-hmm. you mentioned a lot social media did you have this um, a clear strategy when you first started to be opening that account on social media or it was just uh, I, you open account in social media and, and you say it's just to showcase my my work. You didn't have any specific strategy in mind. How was it? Yeah, with social media, it was the second one. Like um, I didn't have a plan. I just wanted to. At first, I I even opened Instagram and I didn't I didn't want to upload most of my work. I just wanted to get uh, a lot of. Um, inspiration i followed a lot of important photographers which i love and everything so i didn't have a plan with my website it was different because when i when i put my website on uh, i wanted to specifically specifically sell prints and again uh, get, get contacted uh, by that channel so mm-hmm. so yeah I, I had a little strategy going on but with social social media in general now not much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you said that the first gallery was a byproduct of being on Behance, right? Yes, yes. With this first experience, which I believe was an eye-opener, did you, by your own, contacted other galleries that you uh, want to be present uh, on, on them or not? Um, it's, it's difficult because every gallery has its own terms and conditions, I guess. Um, 
when you sign a contract, uh, sometimes happens that they want your, uh, it's like a, exclusivity. Yeah, exclusivity, ex exclusive agreement. So, so I wasn't able to sell the same works uh, through other galleries, mm -hmm. just with them and and in my on my website. So it was it was kind of difficult at the time. And now I have a more flexible agreement with them, uh, which allows me to to seek other galleries if I want to. Mm -hmm. um, But but it's a difficult world because yeah they they make the hard work you know they print and they send they, they ship the, the prints and everything but they get a lot of uh, the the money that comes out of it so um, I when when I was in in Paris I went to Yellow Corner which which is I think one of the biggest commercial ga photographic galleries in the world. Um, And and yeah, they had the same restrictions. They wanted my my work exclusively and for life. And the the revenue wasn't, I think, good enough for me at the time. So no, um, I wasn't. I I haven't uh, looked for it right now. Uh, all right. Um, just a, a curiosity about the galleries. Um, do you believe, um, depending on the on the type of photograph, that the agreement changes, or it's the same for everyone? Like, if you have really a powerful photographer, I don't know uh, when uh, people say your na your name, Daniel. Oh, Daniel. And then the, then the gallery uh, are more flexible because they absolutely want to have your photograph because it's, uh, they use them as a lead magnet for customers to come to the gallery and um, have a look, browse around and buy, and buy a photograph in their galleries. I think, yes, a little bit, because as I, as I told you, um, I, I signed a second agreement as the first expired. And they wanted my newest work, no matter what, I guess. And um, I was able to, to sign a more flexible agreement where I can seek for other galleries. So, yeah, your name matters a lot. But um, I think the most important thing when, when you evolve and you get your work known in the world is that uh, different galleries want to sign you. You know, not not only the the small galleries which sells, you know, like sell like small prints, post uh, postal card size, but the the important galleries in New York, in Paris, which sell prints for a lot of money and in a, in a specific uh, size and uh, a limited edition and everything. So when you get to climb in that kind of world, the most important thing is that uh, different galleries seek out to you. <laughs> you print, is fine, uh, fine art prints that you're doing? Yes. All right, good. Let me yes, switch. Um, yeah? Okay. No, Go no. ahead, please. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, I print in uh, specific papers, specific uh, inks, you know, uh, ways of, of printing 
all my prints uh, go out with a certificate of authenticity and everything. That's mm -hmm. part of the mm -hmm. plan I had with uh, I launched my website. I had that all that uh, sorted out. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's the final world. <laughs> Good. Let me switch topics now. Okay. And I'd like to um, to ask you the following question. Uh, what is more paralyzing? Is it the fear of failure or the fear of success? For me, I guess, you know, I, I think it's, it's more the, the fear of, of success because personally, as I told you, I, I, I have just done what I want to do, you know, mm -hmm. like I like photography, then I go with it. So I, I didn't think at first, like, what if this doesn't work? Because, you know, if you love it, you make it work somehow. Mm -hmm. um, but when when my first Gravity series uh, went out to the world and it got success and everything, which, which scared me the most, it was thinking, well, what's next, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I think you you have to raise the bar always. You... You have to evolve. You have to be more true to what you like, to yourself, to your work. Um, and, you know, sometimes the world doesn't like the newest thing as, as you do. So, so, yeah, that scared me the most. I, I don't think uh, like that now because I am in, in a at a point that I, I am able to to change a little bit uh, the gears and see what's next, see what happens. And I don't think about uh, how the world will, will receive the work. But at first, yeah, I was, I was more scared of success, I guess. How did you overcome the fear of success? Um, what did you did? Letting myself know that was what I was doing next was also great, you know, uh, believing in what I did and believing that somewhere in the world, someone will love what I do. And that's the most important thing. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, like being sure of, of my work. Mm -hmm. Interesting what you say about believing uh, in yourself. Um, And rightly so, because you need a lot of uh, self-confidence uh, to do what you're doing and uh, to propose to the world what you are proposing to the world. So how did you work on your self-confidence? Um, I think uh, the, the most important thing for my development as, as an artist is um, discipline. Mm -hmm. um, You know, have a a tight schedule. If if it's only for yourself, doesn't matter. You know, mm -hmm. you have to you have to have a schedule and uh, a deadline for yourself. And uh, yeah, being organized is is something that's really important in my work. Um, and and being able to accomplish those deadlines and and those creativity. Uh, endeavors that you that you get on uh, that's that's something that yeah helps me a lot with my self-confidence 
When you say you have to be disciplined, do you think also of yourself uh, and your craft specifically to always progress a little bit every day, to be a better every day on what you're doing, to have more knowledge every day? Yeah, I'm, personally, I'm hungry for knowledge all the time. I try to read a lot and um, see a lot of documentaries and videos about you know the, the people I look uh, look forward to to get to know and everything. Um, so so yeah, that's that's uh, an important part. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me, um, what are your the photographers of reference that you look after that inspires you? Well, at first, when I met photography, I I was introduced to the work of the Magnum Agency photographers. So, Cartier Bresson, um, Robert Capa, uh, mm-hmm. Joseph Koelka, which I I still love with my heart and soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I developed my style, yeah, I was able to to know more the stylized work. I guess, like Michael Kenna is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the architectural work, as I tell in my online course, uh, um, Juliana Gospodaru and jo- uh, Joel Tingeler are two pioneers of the fine art architectural world. So I really love the work. Very good. And uh, this has been uh, uh, the foundation of what you're doing, right? toward uh, uh, looking now more personal um, direction. Yeah, yeah, until now, yes, yes, of course. People Um, help you find what you're doing right now, right? Yes, yes, of course. Talking about my architectural work, they were very important. Um, Juliana and Joel Chingelar are two two people that uh, have a lot of uh, teaching around in the web. So I I learned a lot from them. Uh, And right now I'm more focused in a storytelling way of photography, Mm -hmm. which I want to develop further. So I'm looking again for the Magnum photographers, the, the the newest Magnum photographers, which are awesome, like um, Alex Soth, um, Jonas Bendixen. They they are there are a lot of amazing photographers in the agency, uh, and I'm learning a lot of uh, from them uh, about storytelling photography, which is uh, what the way I want to go right now. Tell me now about. Uh... What are your next project, uh, let's say, from between now and uh, two, five years, for example? What do you have in mind? Okay, so in short term, I have developed this project. Um, it's a little project about myself, about memory. Um, it's something I've been thinking about through all this madness quarantine thing. Um, so I want to do a little journey uh, through my childhood and my cousins and how I grew up 
my times in the farm, you know, outside the city. So I, I want to tell that little story about memory. Um, and that's, that's what's next right now. Um, I've been writing uh, a project which I want to do for a lot of years, I guess, which is called Home. And it has a little bit of, of both things like architectural work and storytelling. Um, it's something I thought about when I was in Europe um, three years ago, almost. Um, and it has to do with uh, the concept of home for, for a migrant. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw a lot of problematics there, and it's a thing that happens everywhere in the world, you know, uh, Right here, we have a lot of uh, an important migrant crisis with Venezuelan people. Um, so, yeah, I wanna I wanna explore how every different migrant from different cultures uh, cope with uh, the term home, what they call home, and and if there's a home along the the road, you know. So yeah, yeah. that's. Those are two of my next projects. Home is is something I expect to do for um, all, you know, like five years at least. Mm-hmm. So now that you want to uh, to go on the more personal route and talk about you, what it is like to be you? Well, it's 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 a journey, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I'm kind of a loner. Um, as I told you at the beginning, I, I like to be alone. I have to work. I, I like to work alone. So, so I have a lot of time for, you know, thinking about uh, what I, where I want to be, what I want to do and have those goals as clear as possible. But mm-hmm. You know, uh, as well as being a little stranded, you know, like um, I like to go with the flow, uh, go with uh, with what my work accomplishes every time. So, so you know, it's it's like a like a two sided thing. Like I I like to make plans. I like to have uh, some important um, goals. Mm-hmm. But also, but also, I like to wander around, and that's that's something. Oh, also, I want to. Speaking of that, I I want to make a book, my first book uh, about Europe, mm-hmm. uh, and it will have the work that I've already done, wandering around, street photography, um, but th- that book will have another side, another completely different side which is like studying the the cultures around europe you know like immersing yes. myself talking to people um not not working so much alone but with you know people that i meet uh, on the road so mm-hmm. so that's going to be a project that will have both sides of me like the mm-hmm. the plant thing like i want to go there meet someone um go into their lives and and you know like meet that european side of the story and also showing my um more uh tourist side of 
of the continent, which I already have, I guess. Going into this route, uh, is there a topic uh, you would like to share with uh, our audience that it's, that it's close to your heart and uh, that we haven't touched so far? Well, there are a lot of things we could, I could talk uh, with you all day long. I, the closest I think, to the deepest side yeah, of your heart. I, I think, I think um, besides uh, photography and besides photographic inspiration, I find inspiration in, in a lot of other things, which I think people should um, explore, like uh, going to museums, seeing paintings, seeing mm -hmm. films. I I am also uh, a, a director of photography, like a cinematographer, I guess it's what it's called. Um, so I think it's important to find inspiration anywhere you can, you know, like not being just biased by photography, but, uh, you know, uh, I don't know which photographer was it, but I was listening to that photographer, which told, uh, which was saying that, uh, the most important inspiration he got was uh, by this um, sculpture artist. Um, I don't remember his name also, <laughs> sorry. But, but the important no thing is that, the important thing is that um, you don't know where you are going to have that next Eureka moment. Mm -hmm. So, so you know be be open to new experiences travel a lot and see a lot of movies um now more than ever you have the opportunity to open your head to the world see a film whenever you want wherever you want um the museums are always a way of inspiration an amazing inspiration that's i think my second favorite thing in the world is going to museums. I love them. Um, so yeah, seek inspiration anywhere you can. I understand having your radar fully open and uh, fully functional. Yes. I see. Uh, now talking about uh, um, radar, um, is there uh, a question? that you uh, would have loved, absolutely loved that I ask, and uh, I didn't ask you so far. Um, I don't know, I, I guess, I guess the conversation has gotten us here, so it's, it's awesome as is. Um, I'm sure if we, if we talk like three more hours, we would be able to cover a lot of mm -hmm. other themes, but, but no, I, I mean, it's, it's amazing to be able to talk about your work and, and seeing that people are interested in your work. And, and that's, that's really great. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, listen, you talk about your work, so um, let's uh, give the opportunity to the audience to um, have a look of what you are doing. And for that, uh, where can they find more information about your work? Maybe a website, uh, social media that we mentioned, the course that you are doing also uh, on Domestica. Go ahead, please. Yes. Yes, so you can find my work in, in my website, which is um, 
garayarango.com, which are my two last names. Uh, and there you'll find uh, all my information, like uh, print information, my social media channels, and also my online course, which is it's a new course uh, about all things uh, architectural photography and post-production in, in black and white. Um, it's been it's been an amazing experience being able to talk to people directly, um, you know, giving feedback, constant feedback to everyone that that looks for it. So, so it's been an amazing experience. It has a lot of uh, positive uh, feedback also from the people. So it's something I'm yet discovering, but but happy with it. So you can go to my website and find all the links for all the social media and my online course. All right. Thank you very much. Daniel, really, thank you very much because I love to speak to individuals that uh, help inspire people, okay? And to improve their life, to, uh, to give news perspective. And for that, I'm very grateful that uh, you have uh, come to uh, this podcast. It was really a special moment to have you here. So thank you very much again. Wish you all the best to you, family and friends. Bye-bye now. All right. Thank you very much. Um, it's been my pleasure. Thank you for uh, being you know, interested in my work and looking forward for uh, everything else that comes my way.